This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey, Tom and Cecil. This is Phil in Vancouver. My downstairs neighbor told me that I'll never understand why Hillary Clinton is protected by unknown forces from facing justice for all the murders she's committed, so long as I do not believe that I have a soul. He suggested that I read David Icke, to which I said, You mean reptiles, Mars, gold, that David Icke? And he said, uh, yeah, you have to ignore the reptiles, but everything else makes sense. Dudes, the human race is fucking doomed. And as Pastor Manning would say, there's a glory hole filled with demons, motherfuckers! Hey guys, uh, at the end of your uh, show, you play the uh, Skeptic's Creed, and towards the end of the poem, Tom mentioned something called exposure size. Is that like a new workout? tape or DVD or something and uh does it come with a glory hole or do I have to like buy my own just wondering thanks bye glory hole Tom and Cecil this is Felicia from Salt Lake City and uh you were wondering about Lot sleeping with his daughter actually Lot was date raped by his daughters after they locked themselves in a cave because of the destruction of the city of Sodom and then they, the daughter said let us get him drunk on wine so that we may not waste his seed so it's not really that he did anything wrong but you know Christians if you're raped you must have been asking for it thanks guys advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 313 of Cognitive Dissonance. Uh, just a quick reminder to everybody, I uh, just want to start off the show, anybody that's interested in applying for the uh, admin position, I'm the beginning, uh, going to be beginning making those calls uh, in the upcoming week. So when this show gets released on Monday, I'm going to be making phone calls Monday through Friday of next week. If you're interested, get your resume in as soon as possible. If your resume doesn't arrive and I'm making calls and I'm sorting through the list and we find the right candidate, I'm not going to call you. So do it now. Do it fast. Include an attachment with your resume and put resume in the subject line, or I'm never going to find it. Just letting you know. This episode also, we have a guest. We have uh, Dr. Stewart from the Exposing Pseudo-Astronomy podcast. He was uh, kind enough to join us oh. for some Ike. He was great, though. He was. Oh, so much fun. So that'll be coming what up later What a masochist. On. Oh, his That is... 
he really did a great job on those quizzes. I he will did. say that. He did a great job. It's so, intellectual cock and ball torture, though. <laughs> I mean, it just really is. It's like it's a fucking high heel right on your testicles. Yeah, and we didn't – and we didn't uh, – we could have unleashed him, I think, on a lot of this stuff, and we didn't. We just we just sort of stuck to the game plan, which it was – trying to hold back a sled dog, yeah. man. I mean, he was just – he was raring oh, to go. Yeah, for sure. But we had to, we had to rein it in in the yeah. interest of time and sanity. Stuff. It was great stuff. So it was a lot of fun. Now, the concern, obviously – is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain, and you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. So the first story we want to cover comes from Right Wing Watch. This is uh, Kevin Swanson. Um, Kevin Swanson, for those who don't recall, is the gentleman who wanted to cover himself in feces. Sackcloth and ashes, and uh, and weep and wail and and beat at his chest because the sacks on your sackcloth. I guess right. I don't know. He's super fucking mad about gay people. Still, let's see Cecil if he's calmed down. So this is uh, it's amazing that God has not judged America for gay rights and illegal abortion. So here we go, Kevin Swanson. So we're amazed every day. We ought to be amazed, not by, just by the judgment of God, but the fact that God's judgment is not here, that God's judgment has not come, that the rain continues to fall and the sun continues to shine. And we may see that today as well. We may see the rain fall, the sun shine today. No shit, dude. That's how planets work. Turns out somewhere on the planet, yeah, that's going to happen. The sun isn't going to stop shining. That's just not going to happen. What would ha- I mean, like, what would have to happen for the sun to stop shining? Like... It like God just was like licks his fucking celestial fingers and <laughs> just yeah. snuffs it out. Sizzle. You just see sizzle. Oh. You know that nuclear reaction does make a nice sizzle right? sound. <laughs> I mean, snuff it out with really? water. Really? Ninety-three million miles away, there's an enormous ball of nuclear fusion. And it's just God just gonna be like, y'all. I was just kidding with that. <laughs> Turn it off. Somebody hit the big celestial light switch. You just hear. <gasps> it's just God's birthday just blows out the universe candles. <laughs> <laughs> the whole solar the whole galaxy like, goes dark. <gasps> God, you're 100 billion years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's my infinity birthday again. <laughs> He's all embarrassed about being so old. He's like, nah, I'm, I'm not a day older than 30 plus infinity. That's it. <laughs> That's it. He's fucking white girl drunk, you know, in the fucking corner. And if so, we ought to be amazed. We ought to step back and say, whoa, what is God doing? Given God's holiness, God's justice, given the God's judgment that he has brought upon the world and upon Sodom and Gomorrah and Canaan and other places throughout the history of the world. Places that weren't real. <laughs> also places that are so long. It's like. But it's like Nineveh. It's like the idea of like, OK, yeah, a fucking ancient ass city fucking got its fucking chicken fucked. By some other culture, and we're supposed to treat that as God's judgment. It happened a fucking bajillion years ago. Well, plus another culture had to do the work. Right? God didn't come down. It's still I saw, I it's love still that. fucking yeah. people yeah. that did it. Well, so, different and different in Sodom and Gomorrah though, because he turns everybody to salt. Or oh whatever. yeah, when that didn't happen, no, I remember yeah, when that yeah. was never actually yeah. a thing that no, ever never happened. Happen? No, that's this shit is fucking Nazi. But this guy with his fucking twelve inch too long tie. Fucking yammer! Look at that thing. He can't figure it out. 
It's it's not. He's got to, such a scrawny neck. That's the problem. His neck a, is so scrawny. He's like got it wrapped around his neck four or five times. It's because he's worried he's gonna have like fucking pee spots on his drawers. <laughs> he covers it with his. God holds back. It's amazing that God has not judged America's in 1973. I, hard to believe that God didn't judge America in 2001. Huh? Maybe it's he's not like real. He's not even here, <laughs> jeez, God. It's almost like you're. You're not existent. That's hmm. amazing. It's exactly what you would expect if it didn't happen. Yeah. If it wasn't real. Wasn't it true? But even like, even by that, like, I mean, shouldn't I, I mean, remember when you were a kid, when you were a kid and you got in trouble, would your dad ever say something like this hurts me more than it hurts you? Or like, you know, I'm punishing you because I love you or any of those fucking ye oldie tropes. It's like God is up there. He's like, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> it's, it's like, y'all, y'all notice I didn't intervene when fucking Hitler killed six million Jews. <laughs> I literally don't care about anything. What could we do? Like at this point in fucking 2016, it's fucking gay people are in love with each other. And God's just like, wow, that's the last straw. <laughs> like, yeah, really? He's totally fine with all the other stuff that's happening. Right. Right. Yeah, right. The, like, the wars. The, the Yeah. Fucking, Pol Pot's just like, yeah. hope y'all enjoy no food ever. <laughs> like, and God's just like, <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe give him some diseases too. <laughs> like, really? You just have fucking, uh, you have fucking uh, Stalin starving out what twenty million people. Right. Mao, the same thing, kills millions and millions of people, and and they just and, and God's just up there. You know, he's just like, well, I've got a little whittling to do. <laughs> I don't I'm know. busy. I got, I got to put up my gun rack. I got to whittle out this this little stick that I was whittling on. I don't even know what I'm going to make it into. I was I'm going to make it a point your stick. I'm going to make it into a, into a toothpick maybe. I'm not sure, but I got a whittling to do. My coon dog ain't going to load no train himself. <laughs> like a fucking a day after Christmas, a tsunami wiped out a quarter million people. Yeah, like in the one, day after yeah, Christmas. Like one swoop. Yeah. Right. And God's just like, God's eh. like, ho, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna return my gift. <laughs> with the Lawrence v. Texas uh, decision, it's hard to believe that God didn't judge America with Obergefell, the Supreme Court justices that uh, took the position that uh, that the the institution of marriage that God incorporated from the beginning of the world is no longer in effect in America. That they have actually taken the place of God and they have shaken their fist in the side of God and they have stood up against God and that. Well, and they won. According to your worldview, they won. Well, I fucking... didn't have a good lawyer. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was fucked by my lawyer. Next time I'll get a better lawyer. I'll get a bigot lawyer. Mr. Jesus goes to Washington. We're going to run up on your ass. <laughs> fucking nine incredibly old people <laughs> beat God. It would be awesome if they turned into like Voltron. Uh, right? They just fucking... Like form of judge tron or something <laughs> judge tron <laughs> they have a summon a huge gavel fucking <laughs> huge a huge ass gavel <laughs> but they gotta fight a long time first and exactly. they're kind of losing yeah, and then they, they summon lose. the gavel at the very yeah. end like for no reason like yeah. we just fucking one of them pulls it out of their sleeve it's ginsburg ginsburg it's always gotta be ginsburg she's got that power arm on ginsburg She's so little. She's so old. She is. God, that woman's one big liver spot. You know what I mean? Like, she's so fucking old. Her bones are made out of broken yeah. at this point. <laughs> Unbelievable rebellion. Most powerful people in the world have gathered together against the Lord and his anointing in, in one of the most 
amazing shows of arrogance and power that we have ever seen in the history of the world. This happened just last year. It is amazing that God has not brought judgment upon this world sh- shortly after that happened in July of 2015. And then why didn't he do anything about it's it? Fucking- He's just like, oh, fucking, it's arrogance and power. It's the worst one we've ever seen. Yeah, but is God a- is just, he's just silent, guys. But... That doesn't mean he doesn't exist. <laughs> no, okay. no, that's not. That just means he's being real quiet. I, I just want to see what y'all are going to do next. <laughs> yeah, really. It's, I, don't, I, I don't know. What are you going to do? Like fucking graft an abortion out of another <laughs> abortion? What are you going to do to piss him off? Are you going to start marrying abortions? Is that what's going to happen? What has to happen to wake that fucker up? Jesus. There, you, what you're gonna have to do is impregnate the fetus, yeah, and then abort oh. the bull, and then abort the oh. bull. That's it. That's it. You got to go for a twofer. It's that's like, like a, a, it's like, like a, a double yolk egg. It's like a turducken. It's <laughs> <laughs> all stitched together. Oh, well, worst part is, is when fucking you, you replace it, and fucking Madden cuts into it on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> boom! Boom! <laughs> got the wing here you want madden, a piece of the wing madden as a fucking abortion provider would be amazing it's see all we're gonna do is reach in there we're gonna go up here we're gonna go around here and you see this extra gonna go right around and boom we're gonna take it right out <laughs> we're gonna turn on this vacuum of blades attached boom 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 we're gonna get it right out of there. or in august of 2015 or even in september of 2015 or maybe even october are you gonna just no, keep naming the fucking? Are you just gonna name 20, the months? You could have just said in 2015. I, I, 2015 was not God's year. Are you still gonna keep going? December. God had continued to give rain and and sun upon the just and the unjust. So be assured, my friends, judgment is coming. Why would I be assured of that? You just told me judgment was supposed to be here and didn't come here. Why would I? Why would I be assured of this? It's like fucking. It's like when the guy, the, the Uber driver, cancels you. It's like fucking. You're not coming. You're not going to be gonna here. Happen. No matter what happens, right. you're not going to be here. Right. I got to go to Lyft or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I have no idea when it will come. Will it be 120 years from 1900? What? What? 120 years from 1900. So the 2020. Why would you just say first of all 2020? <laughs> like why do? Why are you making why do I, me do math? I got to do the math. <laughs> why do I? <laughs> I gotta do the math. What, what the fuck happened in 1900 and why is 120 involved? Why are any of these numbers part of the program at all? Will it be 120 years from 1890? What, what? If it was 120 years from 1890, wouldn't that have already happened? It would have been 2010. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I, well, I'll just answer that question. It's no. Because the sun didn't get fucking extinguished by the almighty, gently wetted fingers of Jesus Christ or whatever. Will it be 120 years from 1973? Roe v. Wade, the decision to eliminate hundreds of millions of babies. Maybe 120 years is like how long it takes God to get off the shitter. It's <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's clearly on the shitter. Right. The doorbells rang. Now he has to go get it. He's on Tinder, he's you know, just, just swiping. He's just sitting in there swiping. Bored. Oh, I like this one. She's a virgin from Bethlehem. <laughs> I like this one. She's nice. <laughs> Mary. She's I'm, got a traditional name. <laughs> I'm going to give that Joseph a surprise. She's going to have some splaining to do. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. In America and, of course, all around the world, same thing has happened since the 1960s. Will it be 120 years from 2015? Well, I don't care. I don't care. Nobody I know and love will be alive. 
I don't care at all. I love that he's just naming times I in know, the future. I, will just, it be at some point? <laughs> will it be in four billion years in the heat death of the universe? I don't know. What fucking possible? I don't care at all. I don't assume that the world will just continue fucking forever. Also, four billion years is not going to be the heat death of the universe, Tom. I'm oh, just I'm saying. sorry. When is it? <laughs> well, when is it, you pedantic <laughs> dick? <laughs> I know that our planet will probably be gone then. But. Oh, well. Won't be the heat death of the universe. I'm just, I'm just cutting off the pedants uh, at the you're pass right, you're here, right, friend. You're right. I know. We'll get so much email. Tom doesn't know anything about cosmology. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know anything about cosmology, guys. The day in which the most powerful court in the world ruled against God's institution of marriage and one of the most uh, radical, arrogant insults against Almighty God. But also, total win for people who love each other. Right. right? It's like right. fucking totally thumbing your nose at some Bronze Age fuckwit God that people still somehow believe in. But awesome fucking win for people who want to see their loved one dying. Right. When will God's judgment come? I have no idea. What is the point of this sermon then? <laughs> what did you bring to the table, Swanson? That's demonic, everybody. It is absolutely demonic. Uh, well, let's hear him bring more nothing to the table. Now he's going to fucking yammer about Lady Gaga, Steven Spielberg, and Mark Twain. <laughs> let's see if he can tie a tie. So let's remember that we wrestle not against nope. flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age. That means that we're not, we're not effectively, we're not fundamentally up against Steven Spielberg, Lady Gaga, or Charles Darwin. <laughs> Wait, Wait, I didn't think we were. And also, aren't those three really, really strange, <laughs> disparate things? When I, was in, when, I was in, when I was in college, we used to have this game where we would like play with each other to ask what three things could you pick up in a supermarket that would make the clerk look at you like what the right. fuck is going to happen right. so like you grab like frozen berries fucking a shoehorn and lube you know? right. and, you show up and like that's what you those three things couldn't be more crazy yeah. And disparate. I, I heard him say that. And I was just like, he's like, we're not up against Lady Gaga, Charles Darwin, and like, Steven Spielberg. Like, did, did anybody think that we were? Yeah. Well, I didn't get the memo that and we were. And did he pull those names out of a hat of various right. names? And just random people, too. I don't understand. I would spend some time against Lady Gaga. I'm just saying I would spend a little time up against her. No problem. <laughs> Steven Spielberg, if I'm drinking. That's Charles. A, that's a dude, right? Yeah. Lady Gaga's a dude. Right? <laughs> no, Lady Gaga's not. We're up against their ideas, the ideas. Now, Charles Darwin, Lady Gaga, and Steven Spielberg are under the control of the evil one. First John five nineteen says the whole world is under the sway of the evil one, under the sway of the devil. The devil has absolute control over them. The devil's under, like, we're all under, so then he's under the right. influence of the devil. I guess. And so maybe I should be distrustful of Kevin Swanson. I, hmm. What I don't get is like, does the devil just pick out a few random people like Charles Darwin, Lady Gaga, Steven Spielberg? Why? Why? What's like Jurassic Park makes people devilly? I don't even understand. Like, I don't understand Lady Gaga either. Actually, like, what? I'm going to listen to fucking paparazzi, and then I'm just going to be like, oh, I, I like that song. Ah, oh, the devil's got my brain. Like, what's <laughs> happening? 
Well, I, well, I don't, the Darwin, sure. The Darwin part, like I, I get, get the Darwin. Like, like I get the Darwin. And part. I guess the Lady Gaga, I could, I could maybe see. Yeah, like, I mean, she, she flashes her sexuality or right? something, and she's right. got a fucking. You can see her bare leg once in a sure, while, or because whatever. we all know fucking human bodies. God didn't intend to create human bodies, so he immediately was like, "Fuck, uh, cover him up with sackcloth or something." I don't <laughs> ashes. know. Ashes. You got right. any ashes? It, I, Whatever that whole God hates sexuality thing is fucking madness. But Steven Spielberg's just sort of like, what did I do, man? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just kind of direct some movies, bro, right. and like family friendly movies by and large. Now again, these are the presuppositions that are not taken on by those who want to dally with the world's ideas. They don't see that Aristotle is under the sway of the evil one, under the absolute control. Well, what did Aristotle have? To- Everybody? Are we really going to fucking Aristotle? The pi- First off, the fucking people in your audience have never read Aristotle. <laughs> There's no fucking danger of those people ever, ever reading, reading Aristotle. Aristotle. You are not in the audience of Kevin arm-flailing, wacky-waving, inflatable <laughs> arm-flailing Swanson there. Yeah. You are not in that audience thinking, now wait a minute, what I was reading. No, that's never once happened. Yeah. Never one time ever, and it never ever will happen. I'm just blown away, and I think, is he trying to discredit Aristotle in the sense that he's saying Aristotle is sort of the opposite of what Christianity would be? Is that the, is that the argument he's trying to make there? My guess is he's pointing to Aristotle as kind of the father of modern philosophy and saying that yeah. that, that, that's, that's a, that philosophy and the idea that we can understand the world mm-hmm. outside sure. of the guise of yeah, Christianity yeah. is – inherently evil Mm -hmm. right that's what i'm guessing yeah of this very powerful malignant force called the devil and they don't see that steven spielberg and lady gaga and charles darwin are under the absolute sway the control the, the the force and the power of the devil himself and so so therefore they they absorb any of the ideas that may come their way through these means so we're given the heads up here that the devil has the world under his sway. The devil's given power to deceive the nations. And I think we warn ourselves of that. Uh, this is fundamental to the generation's ministry that we present an education, we present a view of culture such that you understand there's an enemy out there and we need to draw the line of antithesis in front of us. What? What? We got to draw the line in antithesis in front of us. I thought he said of antithesis. Mm, I, okay. Maybe he did. <laughs> I don't feel like changing that preposition helped at all. I don't I don't know. I don't know that how that that didn't unlock the well, meaning. Well, there you go. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, here we, uh, converted. Converted. I just had my fucking Saul to Paul moment. Uh. So that when we read these great novels written by men who were virtually possessed by the devil, some perhaps possessed by Satan himself. It appears that Mark Twain at points might have been possessed by Satan himself in writing those letters to the archangels. Or maybe he just used it as a literary device. Huh. Well, Mm. which would be more likely? Mm. So either an ancient Mm. fucking evil spirit that has been around (laughs) since God created him. Right eons ago and has crazy amounts of power Yeah, crazy amounts of power that essentially controls the whole world decided right. to choose one person to write in yep to use them as a as a way to, to, to write, write books. books to write books that's a, satan's great power right is like so far it's to release some fucking pop albums 
yeah. to write popular literature and to, and to make it, Jurassic to, Park. To make movies. Like, that's it. This is, this is what he's, he's done. no expense. Uh, so. Really? <laughs> this is what he's done with his unlimited evil powers? Yeah. He's the worst supervillain in all of really history. Bad. He'd be the worst at rubbing the lamp and, right. and getting wishes. <laughs> wishes. He'd be like, he'd wish, he'd be like, uh, I would like a lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> And then he gets a lottery ticket. He gets a shitty shiggin, scratch shiggin, off. Shiggin, shiggin. I would like two lottery tickets. <laughs> <laughs> He's so bad at it. Or Nathaniel Hawthorne must have been affected by some demon, at least according to his friends, according to his wife. And why? Because he wrote Scarlet Letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he wrote Scarlet Letter. Yeah, no, yeah, it's Scarlet Tom. That's evil. Oh, yeah. Scarlet is red, and red is the devil. So. I'm going to come over there and smack the shit out of you. <laughs> if you want to see the entire expose on these great authors that are lauded by most of our Christian liberal arts colleges, high schools, and, and so forth, and home schools. Those aren't schools. Those are homes. <laughs> Those are homes. That's homes. Homes, They're homes not. with a class. That happens It's there. not a school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's not a school. If, if you want to read the story, read it in the book Apostate, The Men Who Destroyed the Christian West. These are the stories pulled out of their biographies, uh, and they are authorized biographies. They are the very best biographies you can find. If you want to know their spiritual background, you're going to find that there was a lot of demonic involvement. This is Christian David Icke. It that's is. What, what is it? it? Right? Yeah, I can't this even. Is, I couldn't even say words at you. Is, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> This is Christian David Icke. It is. He's connecting all these random things throughout history. Right. And he's just saying, see God at the end of it. And at the end, right. instead of Ike just saying, see lizards, this is see, see God. God. Right. Yeah. And it just lists. Yeah, it's it's just the, the lists list don't connect yeah. to anything. No. It, it right. fucking, he's like, oh, Nathaniel Hawthorne was fucking possessed. Okay. Yeah, right. I'll just say it. We just, well, okay, Kevin Swanson was possessed. All right. All right. Yeah. In the lives of Mark Twain, Karl Marx, Friedrich Nietzsche. 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 Isn't that like, isn't that like that little medallion where one side goes to the guy and one goes to the girl? To the girl. Nietzsche. <laughs> Nietzsche. Is that it? That's exactly. It, it's oh, that's actually the. Mizpa. Sorry. It's, it's, it's actually the plural yeah. version. It's yeah. more, it's when you have more than one Nietzsche. <laughs> It's just how many Nietzsche do we have? We've got two, actually. So then it's the Nietzsche's. It's the Nietzsche's. Invite the Nietzsche's over for dinner. <laughs> Nathaniel Hawthorne and others. You've got to read the stories, man. If you man, yeah, I did read the stories because I fucking have a liberal arts education. I've read lots of Mark Twain. I've read lots of Nathaniel Hawthorne. They seem perfectly fucking lucid when they're writing their fiction. <laughs> if if you have at all dabbled in these things, if you've used this in your high school preparation, if been a, uh, something of your college preparation in the area of liberal arts then just don't go just stay at your little home school they're not yeah, yeah. any of you guys recognize us from your home universities <laughs> <laughs> then you need to understand what you're up against my friends you need to know that there's a devil out there and you wrestle not against flesh and blood you're not wrestling against the lady gaga but you do could want, i, I kind of want to wrestle against lady gaga is there any way that we could do this is that can i i mean is it still like an option for me <laughs> No. I still wrestle her ideas, no, but yeah. like, you know, after. <laughs> Do they make like a real doll version of her? Because <laughs> I think I can win. <laughs> so the Nathaniel Hawthorns of the world, you're wrestling against the devil himself. And he slicks himself up. That's how he wins. <laughs> He's, hard to He's grab all, always him. takes that goose grease and he rubs it all over himself. And I can never get a hold of him. He's always squirting right out of my 
arms. I try to grab that devil. I'm like, oh, come over here, devil. And I try to give him a big, big old bear hug. I try to grab him and he goes, boop, boop, boop. And he shoots right out of there. He's like a bar of soap in the bathtub. It's like trying to catch a soapy dog. Like, no matter what you do, you can't do it. Want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash dissonance pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per-episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. So we're going to cover some uh, David Icke stuff this week, Tom, with, uh, with our friend Stuart. From the Exposing Pseudo-Astronomy podcast, Dr. Stewart, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Now, we inflicted this terrible, terrible thing on you. We asked if you could read it. Now, we had Thomas from, uh, from Atheist League speaking <laughs> on a while back, and, and he, he said he was going to read it. He did then, say it. And then, and then... You know, to be fair, though, he didn't have time <laughs> on the... Four hour flight. That is true. That from is California true. here. Now, did you did you read the the section on the Black Sun for this this week's episode, Stuart? I not only read it, I took notes and I highlighted. Oh my no god! Shit! Wow! Oh my god! I will admit, I passed my eyes over everywhere. <laughs> you know, I just sort of, I just so, sort of rubbed my eye lookers. You haven't been. Uh, reading this entire thing, you're sort of dropped, sort of parachute style behind enemy lines here <laughs> into this chapter. Initial thoughts on the chapter and the writing style so far? Yeah, good or great? Really like? Uh, you know, I I read undergraduates writing. I read uh, research scientists writing, and. I listen to imbeciles rant about <laughs> idiotic stuff they make up on late night radio show. I thought you were going to talk about us. <laughs> no, no, I would never oh, insult I, the hosts, I, at least to their face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You'd be one of the first that didn't. Uh, well, yeah, well, I try, I try. This is my first time. I want to be invited back, so I have to be careful. Uh, Everyone remembers their yeah. first time, and it's almost always disappointing. Well, no, it's supposed to be special. <laughs> At least in some way. We lit candles just Are you for recording, you. by the way, from a planetarium? It's very <laughs> echoey. Sorry. Are you recording from a... <laughs> He's in a cave somewhere in Utah. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a room with a 30-foot high ceiling. That yeah. might do it. That so, maybe. yeah, you're in a planetarium. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I fucking nailed it. So we met you. This was, gosh, what, five years ago? Was four that a Skepticon? No, it was no, at TAM. It was at TAM. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember we, you we guys We met now. at TAM. Yeah. Uh, now, you've been doing your podcast for how long? And if our audience hasn't heard it, what is it about? I started my podcast in 2011. And then for roughly the last year, I've sort of taken it off because I've been really, really busy with work. So I guess, uh, I mean, you could say that I've been doing it for five years or so, but I think you have to subtract a year. And it's about, well, pseudo-astronomy or sort of anything that follows or falls under that uh, astronomy, geology, physics 
thing. So, I mean, I've addressed, I mean, I, I was doing the podcast before the whole 2012 thing came up. So I addressed a lot of those oh, idiotic yeah, claims yeah. like Planet X coming to kill us all, a pole shift going to kill us all. Yeah, you know, whatever. I also uh, sometimes do young Earth creationist claims. So, like, uh, does the moon prove that Earth was created six thousand years ago? Uh, wait, I also oh, no, have no, done. Hold on, no, no, no. Does rewind, the moon? Rewind here. Wait hold on a, a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. The That's moon a thing? proves oh, what yeah. now. Like, just well, more like a billion the... years ago. Um, yeah, right. The idea is, is that the moon uh, is slowly moving away from Earth at about uh, one inch per year. And if you run the math backwards, then the moon should have crashed into Earth something something like a billion years ago or so. Uh, but you know, the, a billion is less than four point five billion, therefore six thousand. That's how the math works out. I don't feel like that's how math works at all. <laughs> oh, I see what they did though. Yeah, because of it, yeah. because it's it's saying that the that that the moon doesn't fit that time scale of four point five billion and was created when the Earth was created. Therefore, it's. Therefore, it's, our therefore, answer. Therefore, right. our answer it's secular is Secular science is wrong. Therefore, creationism is right. Wow. So what do, what do they think happens now, though? I yeah, mean, right? so, so... Well, then they just re-kajigger things. You know, it, and they, they, they wave their hands and say, see, it's, it's wrong. Secular science is wrong. Therefore, creationism is right. So, Do yeah. they, do they yeah. think it's That's moving the whole away game, at all, right? though? No, they accept that. I mean, that, that would be really, really hard to not accept. Although people do, because I do a lot of episodes on uh, the Apollo moon hoax denial. Oh so, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. the hard part is with the earth, with the moon moving away like that. You know, just it, you just gotta keep chasing that fucking thing. You know. Well, you know, going an inch a year is not that much to chase. <laughs> <laughs> I've been chasing an inch for a long time. Don't tell me what's hard to chase. All right, so we're five minutes into this, and it took only five minutes for a dick joke. Yeah, hard to chase, God. actually. Yeah. Five minutes for a dick joke. That's a new record. Are you kidding? <laughs> High five, bro. Yes, we're going mainstream. <laughs> So, uh, oh, there's another sigh, another God. sigh. Well, David Smalley, did you? you <laughs> we had you read this, uh, this, this, this abysmal thing. We normally trade uh, quizzes. Uh, did you get a chance to put together yourself a uh, quiz this week? I did. I have about. Um I can't count very well. About seven or seven so questions. questions. Oh my God! Oh, it's my a fucking ACT. You know why don't we just? You know you're our guest. We're we're happy to have you, Stuart. Why don't you read your? quiz to us all right uh i have a mixture of short ones and long ones that's what she loves (laughs) (laughs) i'm on the short side just throwing less than half a minute all right so (laughs) we need one of those signs like it's been zero seconds seconds to the last dick joke joke. yeah (sighs) all right so the first question is another name for hitler may have been a the world's first serial killer jack the ripper (laughs) b a particular genital piercing, the Prince Albert. I like C, that. That was good. Thank you. A member of the evil banking cartel, the Rothschild. D, some name that I can't pronounce, uh, Schickelgruber. <laughs> <laughs> or E, all of the above. It's almost always E. Like yeah. I, love, I love these quizzes because it's almost always E. But in this case, I don't believe that it's E. It's the Rothschild. Yeah. Yeah. No, it actually is all of the above. Oh, I didn't know the Jack the Ripper one. I must have missed that in my close and careful reading of this abysmal. I think brain I missed garbage. that one too. The Schickel Gruber, I know that. Yeah. That's that's a factual thing. Yeah, no, it's uh, the fourth or third paragraph, middle of the fourth paragraph. <sighs> God, as I said, I highlighted my copy. I passed, I passed my eyes over that part. Dude, I, right? 
God, is this just mud? Oh, no, the right. writing is so bad. It, like, is, it is worse than everything bad. I've listened to or read. Or it's you know, I I had to go back into the archives that my mom sent me of stuff that I wrote when I was in third grade. <laughs> And I'm like, I wrote better than David Icke when I was in third grade. Donald it, Trump speaks better than David Icke writes. Ah, uh, that is a tough one. Yeah. Don- President mm-hmm. Trump? Yeah. Oh. That what? Dip, hit fucking disconnect <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right. This is a long one. Uh, right. If you go through rituals and initiations to access your full psychic and physical potential, you A. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Get secret access to the bank accounts of the Federal Reserve, Rothschild, and Queen Elizabeth II. (laughs) B. Can commune with the Gallifreyans through the Barzan wormhole that passes through the Kessel Run. (laughs) C. Attract positive energies from Archangel Michael to help undermine the Bavarian Illuminati and stop Hitler in an alternative timeline based on the many worlds interpretation of quantum mechanics. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Or D, attract negative energies that allow vibrational synchronization with reptilians or lower fourth dimensional astral entities. uh, You fucking nailed it on D, D, bro. But there's still an E. There's an E. Well, it's not E. We're we're pretty well agreed it's E. It's D. But okay, what is E? It was like a secret handshake that let you into the Order of the Oriental Templars, or OTO, which (laughs) let you into their freaky sex rituals to harness the real energy. Oh, man, because E is kind of right, too. Because that's... You're very good at writing these questions, actually. Hey, I taught classes. I had to write good multiple you know, choice questions. You know, your questions are just objectively better than yeah, our I questions. Know, so much better. I'm, I'm still, still going go with D. D. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Reptilians feed on A, the tasty Charleston Jews. <laughs> B, no, the hold on, No, no, hold on, hold on. Do they put them in frozen. the fridge frozen. first? Do they put them in the refrigerator first, do you think? That's how you really have to eat a Charleston Chew. If you don't chew. eat a Charleston Chew that's frozen, you're a fucking monster. You have no idea how to live, right? I think, is, is what but, I'm But say. if they're reptilians, then they wouldn't be able to eat something frozen. The problem right? is every time they go to the freezer, <laughs> they slow sleep. down. <laughs> they, they fucking nap. I'm trying to do this show Jesus, serious. I'm trying to be very serious. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Charleston Chews, or B, the tears of the unborn and an- unbaptized babies. Uh, yeah, that's possible. That's a good C, one. conflict of human misery. Or D, whole rodents with the skin still on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with C. Conflict of human misery. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> that's nailed it. Yeah. That explains my entire state while reading this yeah. book. Jeez, that so, explains yeah. most of my married life. <laughs> All right. So, number four. He doesn't even respond. <laughs> I love it. He's fucking un- the unflappable Dr. Stewart. That's yeah. great. I mean, you guys just uh, – you have your own uh, cadence with each other, and sometimes it's hard to insert oneself into the weird, weird menage a trois that would result. Yeah. <laughs> uh, according to David Icke, with all of their advanced tech, the Germans did not win World War II because – This is great. Oh, I know the answer. This, this is great. A – the Germans were just outnumbered and outstrategized. <laughs> B, the reptilians of the lower fourth dimension were manipulating them, but playing both sides. C, 
They did not have enough Vril 1 and 7 fighters to win the war, nor Hanabu <laughs> 1, 2, or 3 fighters. May have mispronounced that one. Or D, they were spending too much time in their sex cults, trying to harvest psychic energy and not enough time fighting. Oh, that's great. It's B. It's B. Yep. All right. So next to last, rather than take the best Nazi scientists to do things like advance the United States rocket program... <laughs> Project Paperclip was A, an attempt to corner the market on small metal wires. <laughs> B, ensure the continuation of the Nazi party. C, hold them for secret trials where technology ripped off their human disguises and they were disintegrated with energy siphoned off of the space infinity no. gem. Or D, a transport of these scientists to the Americas to continue their work for the reptilian agenda. It's got to be D. It's got to be D. But I, I feel I feel distressingly like I'm guessing here, and I I remember this, and I still just I'm yeah. going D. Yeah. Yeah, it's D. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to say, so I know what Project Paperclip is because I listen to these conspiracy idiots all the time. But in my copy of the book, which I won't say where I got it. Um, I think the text recognition was a little off because it kept calling it Project Paper Dip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the final question. The CIA was created by A, the British intelligence who answers to her scaly majesty, QED. <laughs> B, Henry Kissinger, who answers not to Judaism, but to Satanism and his fellow reptilians. C, the Nazis, who David Icke seems to not be able to talk enough about, methinks he might doth protest too much. <laughs> or D, A and C. It's A and C. It's A and C. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the best at writing these questions, but I tried to make them a little bit harder than some of them. They were way they were harder. harder, yeah. They were way harder. Yeah. I think you're going for something other than what we're – I'm just trying to make funny shit up because this show – fucking – this chapter was a different level of crazy than prior It was. It, it, before, it was a lot of lists. This one, he really does sort of map out some crazy shit. Tom, did you write something? I did. I've got some questions. Uh, hey, guys um, – how did the order of the Oriental Templars influence Nazi philosophy? A, by searing in the juices. <laughs> B, juices. <laughs> through sex rituals that control and harness energies known as Vril. C, using a series of ropes and pulleys. D, by ignoring the safe word. <laughs> wow, my questions are a lot harder. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's B. It's all B. right, all right. Yeah. What were bottles used for in summer solstice Whoa. celebrations? Whoa. Hey, you know. Eh? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I B. do know. I, I know. know. I know. I, I knew you would yeah, get it. No, no. I'm, I'm picturing it right B. now. B. To form the symbol of the cross, also known as the hammer of the Thor, the badge of power, and the order of the golden dawn, also known as the swastika, the ancient sun symbol of the Phoenician Aryans. Did you take a breath during that? Whew. Oh, he's See, a beat poet. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> to send reptile snail mail across the ocean. <laughs> D, to house tiny boats that little reptiles sailed in. <laughs> B. Yeah. B. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I, love, I love waiting for the answer so I get the most self-explanatory uh, thing ever. B. Rut row, y'all. <laughs> David Icke is under attack. How does the Hutt Brotherhood come at him, bro? Uh, a, by hiding snakes in his boots. <laughs> <laughs> B, by replacing his regular coffee with Nescafe. <laughs> C, 
sea by conjuring demons to wage psychic wars. Uh-huh. D by leaving passive aggressive Yelp reviews. That's <laughs> D. No, I'm kidding. I was going to say C, but I don't know if D, D might be true. Yeah, although I guess would he be on Yelp? <laughs> and finally, who became the gods of legend? Mm. A. Brad Pitt from Legends of the Fall. That's true. B. Blonde-haired, blue-eyed Martians who maybe are reptiles or maybe they're Nazis. It's not really clear, but they also sometimes might live underground, you know, as blonde-haired, <laughs> as blonde-haired lizards do. <laughs> C. Will Smith from I Am Legend. D. The Lollipop Guild. <laughs> do I have to answer? You don't have to yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. No. no right, why okay. would we answer any of this All right. shit? All right. So here's mine, gentlemen. All right. How do the people that live in the hollow earth stand on the underside of the earth's crust? A, vibrational fabric softener from the fourth dimension keeps the inner earth's inhabitants pressed up against the crust during the earth's spin cycle. Wow. B, they all float down here. Yes. C, the crust of the earth generates the gravity on both sides. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Or D, they do handstands on the nougat filling. <laughs> I, love the, I, love the, I love the gravity on both sides. Now, I'm going to stop a here. ring of double gravity. <laughs> I'm going to stop here. How feasible is that in physics, Stuart? No. <laughs> no. That be a no. ring of double gravity. So you'll notice, so the reason I suggested I be on for chapter 12 is because it actually had some science in it, or idea of yeah, science like, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need, I'll just hold on. I know you're going to smallly sign. I, I appreciate that. I get that. And before I listen to you elucidate your point in the enormous cavernous room that you're, that you're talking about, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Are you going to tell me for a second that you did not find his argument persuasive that there's a giant <laughs> hole on the two poles of the earth that you could fly a plane down into, but nobody knows about him because they're covered in clouds. <laughs> I believe there's a bigger hole between his ears than there is in the earth. <laughs> it's very, very common in the flat earth mythos that this is how gravity works and it doesn't. So people like the idea that, okay, when earth forms, stuff gets pushed into a ring of nougat as Cecil said, um, <laughs> because it, it sort the of nougat rings. Yeah, it just squishes together and forms this hollow because it's spinning, and that's not how things work. It <laughs> seems like it should work, but then you have to realize: okay, let's say you are inside of this hollow ring and your or sphere, and you're looking up at the far side of it. You have all of that gravity from stuff that's really far away, but there's a hell of a lot more of it over there than there is right below your feet. So it all pulls towards the right. center. <laughs> right, right, exactly. No matter what, there's more of it away from you. Exactly. I love that shit. And, and they also, he also was talking about uh, – uh, lava, how there would be lava shooting out of the planet all the time because of the centrifugal force. Burp, 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 lava like, burps. The earth is not yeah, fucking it's, it's spinning crazy. like a top. You know what I mean? Like the earth is not spinning like a dreidel, like as fast as it could go to stay up. It is spinning at a relatively slow rate based on its size. Exactly. I mean, in intro astronomy, we have to calculate how fast the earth would have to spin if the moon were to butt off of it, because that was one of the early formation ideas. And it's like, you'd have to spin up earth to spin on its axis once every four hours or so. 
And you know, it's the same thing to actually get any sort of hollow cavity type thing forming is you'd have to spin really, 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 really fast for centrifugal force to do anything. And even then, this whole idea of gravity pulling stuff towards the center is still going to win out. So you're still not going to get a hollow cavity. I, Fucking I, physics. God damn it. God. I want to believe. What a killjoy I, physics you know, is. I want to believe in a hollow earth with two holes that you can get to and fly into and enjoy like a, dinosaur it's land like a down bead there. Earth. It's amazing. Right. And there's like a sun in the I middle know. of it. It's and all like kinds a whole of sun. It sounds great down there. You live to thousands of years for no reason. You get to be blonde oh, yeah. haired lizards. I think it's really I, great I, down it there. It sounds good. I have three more questions. I'm going to read them. All right. <laughs> Where did Agartha battle Shambhala? A, a Magic the Gathering regional qualifier. A. B, Thunderdome. <laughs> C, in the Reddit com- comment section for our Tumblr in action. Nice. Or D, Mars, apparently on the moon, and now Earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah. How, how do you know you are locked into the reptiles or another low b- vibrational consciousness via automatic writing? Oh, my God. A, your erection lasts longer than four hours. <laughs> <laughs> No, it doesn't. <laughs> B, you feel like you're being taken over by demons and your books are written in a trance. C, you are under the delusion that you can make America great again. <laughs> or D, you wake up fucking a cookie jar. Cookie jar. Wait, that's yeah, just me. That's just me. Oh, yes. Yes, it is. Uh, Final. Anyway, okay, so B. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is B. Final question. How did the Nazis control people? A, schnapps. <laughs> B, Hitler told everyone that asked about the Jews that they went to go live on a big farm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, shit. Six million people. It's a really big farm, though. Uh, D, or pardon me. C, magnets and colors. D, Hitler spoke everything backwards. Or E, by giving everyone a sense of belonging except the Jews and the communists <laughs> and the gypsies and the homosexuals. <laughs> magnets and colors, colors is the answer I, you're looking the, for, Jeff. That's the part that's distressing. Magnets and colors. I didn't make that up. He really says magnetism and colors is how he tricked an entire group of people. Maybe he meant animal magnetism. <laughs> I, I missed that part. Because, uh, yeah, there comes a point where it's just so stupid your eyes glaze over. Yeah. It really – I mean, honestly, yeah. Stuart, this is 20 pages. How Honestly, how long did it take you to read it? I read it over the course of the past week because I, I could only read a few pages yeah, at a time. Sure. I have a synopsis of the chapter, gentlemen, I want to read to All you. Right, All right, bring it home. So here we go. You can write entire books in a trance which is really the only way you could explain this pile of garbage. (laughs) The earth is hollow, and we know this because lava isn't constantly shooting out of it like silly string, (laughs) and the icebergs have lettuce. (laughs) The Nazis were reptile-controlled, had flying saucers, and lost the war because the lizards told them. (laughs) Did you write any haikus? I wrote oh how much I wrote two haikus a limerick and I a limerick. reworded a song. Oh, what the fuck? What? I want to hear the limerick. I want to hear them all. All right, bring it home, <laughs> buddy. Uh, there once was a reptile on Mars who was sick fighting wars amongst the stars. <laughs> so he had sex with man. Why? Because he can. 
Now drunks tell the story at bars. Oh, that's great. I love it. Nicely that's done, very Stuart. Good. Very good. All right. So this first haiku is, is kind of mean, and I feel a little bad for, for writing it, but. You know, never he, feel bad about being mean. He's David mean Ike you. really pissed me off with this. <laughs> no, I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right, David Ike. When facts aren't there, just spew bullshit out your lying ass. <laughs> <laughs> the second one is the only thing that would make this chapter less worse is lots of flowcharts. <laughs> I like less worse. I'm a big fan of less worse. Uh, All right, Cecil. I got one. All right. Alistair Crowley should have wrote a Hitler book, The Grapes of Rothschild. Nicely done, sir. <laughs> I should not have been drinking when you said that. Nicely done. Uh, so let's hear your song. All right. I am not actually going to sing it. Ah, boo worms. Um, so it's to the tune of uh, For Good from Wicked. So you guys might not know that. I don't. But. I don't. But All right, I'll so, pretend. Yeah. Yeah. You should. They did it on Glee. So. Oh, let me uh, never watch that. <laughs> let me uh, let me go back into the archives. And... God damn, I can't even imagine what fucking amazingly poor series of life choices would have to befall me in order for me to watch a fucking Glee rerun of all things. I'm not even starting with fucking regular Glee, but I'm like, oh, I got to get the back catalog of Glee. Are you fucking kidding me? When, when do my testicles come off in this alternate universe? I don't think they were ever on. <laughs> All right, so let's hear your, Ooh, your have to wicked breathe. remake. Okay. <laughs> I've heard it said, reptilians live under the earth, in the hollows, trying to harness vril energy. And we are led <laughs> to this by Mr. David Icke, if we listen, and we believe his inane bullshit. Well, I don't know if I believe that's true, but I know Ike's writings are moronic and poorly cited, too. That's it. Uh, nicely that's awesome. done. Nicely done. That's awesome. I feel like you equivocated a little. I'm not sure yeah. exactly what that you, yeah. that you were able to say what you really felt. So, Stuart, uh, if people were going to find your podcast uh, that you've sort of taken a hiatus from but has a back catalog, where would they look? They would look to podcast.com. SJRdesign.net. Stuart, thank you so much for joining us. And we are sorry for inflicting this book on you, but you were such a trooper. We really do appreciate it. This has been some of the funniest quiz stuff we've gotten so far. You're, you're way funnier than Tom. Yeah, you are way funnier. So if you'd like to sit over here, you're welcome. <laughs> Just uh, get your one-way trip to – tell you what. I'll go live in Colorado. You can come live in Chicago. We'll do a little swapsies. Oh, God. It'll be uh, great. No, that, that's okay. No, no. I feel like I could science the hell out of some science. I just show up to your work and be like, where's my sciencing machines? We have murders here. I don't know. Is that enticing? We don't have many murders here. Yeah. We just have pot. Yeah. Mm, again, can we play swapsies? Stuart, thanks, thanks for joining so much, us, Matt. Man. It was great. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Abortions for all. Very well. No abortions for anyone. Hmm. Abortions for some, miniature American flags for others. So this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, this is Jim Baker. This is pretty great. Uh, Jim Baker evidently has no conception of what a nuclear strike would actually do in the world. It would just abort a baby, right? 
but it wouldn't do any more damage than what abortion has already done. Oh yeah, so it just like it just like sucks a baby out of your womb. That's it. That's like when, it whenever is. a nuclear weapon goes off, all those all those people in Hiroshima are like, "Man, did you hear that? Oh, it just it sounded like an abortion." <laughs> It's not like a vacuum cleaner turning on. Did you hear that? It's a sound of a fucking medical grade floby. A loud suction sound. <laughs> All right, so here we go. This is Jim Baker's atomic strike wouldn't do any more damage than what abortion has done. We do not have to kill our children. Oh, good. Thank God. Oh, gosh, I was God, so I was, worried. I was. I got to hold on a minute. I got to revise my plans. I totally was going to do the Isaac Don't thing. Don't kill your. Kids. I was going to do the Isaac thing. I- we have killed our future, and we're making it sound like anybody who speaks out against it is evil. No, nobody's saying you're evil, dude. We're just, we're just saying we're just, you just disagree on the fucking yeah. when life starts. That's all. Yeah, that's, that's it. I don't I, like the only people in the argument that use words that are simplistic like evil. Yeah, right. Right. I don't I, I'm not putting good and evil Tags you know, on it. Tags yeah. Are, yeah, exactly. It's not like, metadata. I'm not fucking typing right. that shit in. Hashtag know? evil. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. Like, just, yeah. like, I just happen to think that three cells fucking lumped together aren't really a meaningful. Yeah. I think things the size of, of a life. grape or the size even of a grapefruit. Yeah. Uh, that aren't, that have no discern. Like, right. they're not, I don't think that those are fucking people. Well, we've talked about this before. Like, I mean, I and have that, a pretty. And I don't think a fucking person who's a fucking, in a vegetative state is a person either. a person either, either right? So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, once the brain, before the brain, not a person. Yeah. Like, after the brain, not a person. Why? Because you brain. That's how you that's, think. And, that's how you person. Right. You that's brain it. to person. That's it. That's it. How are you going to personate? I don't know. Thought I'd start by braining. <laughs> yeah. America has turned. They're saying good is evil and evil is good. Why do I say that? Because that's what the Bible warns will happen in the last days. We are there now and i really oh. want you to know it's the last day so you buy more slop <laughs> buy you know what i mean like that's all he's saying i just really want you to know that the world's gonna end who you're not even gonna have to pay your credit card off right doesn't just matter twenty five hundred dollars on your fucking on your credit card who cares what the interest rate is the world's gonna end before you have to pay it and i know we've talked about this too but it's like the world's going to end it's inevitable yeah but i want to survive it and I want to survive it eating your fucking garbage bucket food. Here's the thing, man. I don't want to live through that. Yeah, and here's the thing, dude. Fucking eventually when you run out of the garbage bucket, you're going to start eating abortions. That's how it That's- works. <laughs> so just get used to no, it. No, I'm actually going to save the buckets. Yeah. I'm going to start with the yes. abortions. Yeah, because they go bad. That's it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a shelf life issue, man. Hey, first in, first out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, man. All these dead baby dead jokes. Dead baby jokes aren't funny. They make me go sad. Times, ah! If if you can't laugh at dead babies, I don't want to live anymore. I want to be a dead baby. Yes, we are now, right now, and you, you know, Pastor, we're talking about the convention and talk about people are literally. It's it's a big thing in the news right now. They're having nervous breakdowns yeah. over the the political campaign. People are in need of peace. Because there's, there's people who feel so strongly on both sides. People always feel strongly on both sides of political arguments. That's why that's the old saying, like, you don't talk about religion and politics. Because huh. fucking people are just 
Right. Fucking worked up about. I'm worked up about it. Well, especially around like I don't know when you're fucking gonna elect a new president. You if know? people weren't excited about it, that would be more problematic than if they were. If people were just like blase, like I don't know, I don't see the difference between the candidates. What the fuck? It's a Brexit or not? Who gives a shit? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right, but nobody's having a nervous breakdown. Nobody's sitting at home like chewing their fucking fingers to the uh. bones. Some of his listeners might be having nervous breakdowns. His listeners are having nervous breakdowns because their fucking slop buckets haven't arrived yet. That's end true. Of, can you imagine if like the shipping on that was like six to eight weeks? I know. You're like, you're, oh. just, like hope, you're just like hoping. You're like, you look at your wife. I just hope that we can make it. I just want to survive six the next weeks. six to eight weeks for shipping and handling. Yeah. And then the postman will come. Whether or not, because the postman, they don't stop for the apocalypse. That's in that creek. That's it. Yeah. You know what it's, I mean? It's like, like, it's like, like neither no rain storms, nor snow no nor apocalypse of night. No dogs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Nest no of racist locusts neighbors, or whatever. Yeah, like, I mean, all yeah, that stuff. Right. They get through all of it. Isn't it amazing? People are so strong that they want to kill babies. That yeah. that, that they're fighting that for the right to kill babies. And look, I'll fight for my right to party all day. You got to. You know what I mean. You've got to fight for your right. If that includes killing a few babies. Well, you got to break a few babies <laughs> if you want to make. You can't a, make a good party without cracking <laughs> a few babies. You know what I mean. Jesus. He's such a fucking dimwit. Well, that's the thing is again he's so, painting it into a light yeah, that is right. so ab- uh, just absolutely abhorrent. Right. You're looking at this group of people and you're saying they want to kill babies. They want to fight to kill babies. Yeah. Yeah, no, nobody's doing no, that. That's not. That's a gross what they're doing oversimplification is they're of saying these, women would like a choice on whether or not they get rid of a few cells in their fucking tummy. Right. I keep saying if an atomic bomb dropped on America, it wouldn't do any more damage than what abortion has done. Wow. Remember the time abortion destroyed miles and miles of infrastructure and like that person got that abortion and there was like massive nuclear fallout and and uh yeah. Yeah. Well, no, well, you know, one of the things thing. that happens is when you're in the abortion office, sometimes the whole place will go go just go dark because of the EVP that happens. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like it just whoa, it just automatically whoa. like whoop. Oh shit. Is somebody having an abortion? Jesus. My fucking iPad broke. <laughs> can't <laughs> can't even get on the Wi-Fi. Somebody must be having an abortion. <laughs> oh man, it looks like the the skin was stripped from your flesh by winds traveling hundreds if not thousands of miles an hour. Did someone have an abortion? <laughs> Atomic bomb could kill 60 million people. It would take a big bomb. It would take a big explosion. But think of it. It would have to. It would take a really big bomb because I can't imagine. That's a fifth of the United States. You would have to blow up the entire fucking eastern East seaboard, Coast right? Yeah, with one bomb. It would be. It would be. But if it was a big one and it was tied to other big ones. And then they were all glued to successively larger ones. And then those had like a shoestring tied around them. And then them. you fed those to a biggest uh, one. And right. then you shot them out of a shark. <laughs> a sharknado. <laughs> then maybe 60 million. Well, what about if, if there was like a giant family reunion and 60 million people all showed up in the same place? Oh, that's fair. What yeah. if the War of the Worlds happened? <laughs> <laughs> And the point that the psalmist is making is when a nation sacrifices innocent children in abortion or infanticide, that is a sacrifice to demons. It's like food for demons, using that expression metaphorically. What I mean by that is that act of the shedding of innocent blood, the most innocent among us, it empowers satanic forces. So this story 
pretty much the same analogy. This actually, the same analogy popped up three times this week. Also from Right Wing Watch. This is from uh, Frank Pavone. Hey, Pavone. Come on. Hey, forget about it. Legal abortion. This one, though, like several atomic at least bombs. That have makes sense. At yeah. least, yeah, he's, he's, at least he's, he's multiplying the, the right bombs necessary for the work to get done. For that. All right, so this is uh, the Pavones. One issue I also have, I guess, when we talk about the right to life and to the dignity of life, I've heard some very troubling things from Donald Trump, and I agree protecting infants in the womb is, is probably the most important thing. But when I hear statements about... See, remember we were talking about this? Yep. Remember we were talking single about like, single-issue voters? Yeah. I think abortion probably has the most single-issue voters in the entire... Do you think so? I really do. I really More do. than guns? I will say at least they're more vocal. You know what I mean? Than like, the gun people? I think so. I think oh, they man, are. Oh, man, I don't know. I think they are. You know, how dedicated are the gun people? Once in a while, they strap on their fucking, like, gun and walk around with it on their back or maybe conceal carry once in a while. These people get up on fucking Saturday morning to go fucking pick at the Planned Parenthood. I guess that's true. I wouldn't get up on Saturday morning to go anywhere. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't get up on sure. Saturday morning if my own kid was going to be aborted and he's nine. <laughs> terrible jesus if you wanted to go support him in his abortion I'd of be his like, girlfriend yeah, well, she's nine too so, right yeah. well actually i would i would support that i'd be like we got to get that thing done buddy <laughs> i'll tell you what care. i don't care what time we got to wake up <laughs> uh, i ain't a grandfather well, we, may, we may have to stay up all night who knows i'm not changing my fucking profile to grandpa i'll tell you that much oh that's gonna happen <laughs> sooner rather than later. never at all no my son's got no game but when i hear statements about uh, you know, going after families of suspected terrorists or known terrorists. I mean, there's other lives at stake. There's other issues that do have to deal with life and maybe not infant life. But I, I've heard troubling things from Donald Trump as well that just leave me stumped. And th- th- that's a great question. life overall. But let's pick it up on that because, okay, you've got two candidates who, let's say, support abortion. Then we could talk about that. But this example is a great one because he did talk about going after not just the terrorists but their families as well. That is clearly a life issue. It's fucking thing. There's something wrong with it. There's a click. I, you hear how it's like yeah. there's something yeah. wrong with this. I mean, and just so you know, this is either edited or something's going on with this audio. So, so how do you pick Absolutely. and choose what life is more valuable, the one in the womb or the one that's already out? Or I mean, how, he brings up a well, great point. Well, it is a very important point, and thank you for bringing it up. You start off, of course, with acknowledging no life is more valuable than any other. So the lives are of equal value. Secondly, what is it that the man actually said? Here we have to be careful. Our bishops urge us to analyze campaign rhetoric critically. Uh, And and what that means is, okay, we might have heard a soundbite on the media, and especially if it's a troubling one, let's dig deeper into what did he exactly mean? Did he later clarify and expand on those remarks? You know, first of all, we have to be, be fair to these candidates and dig deeper than what the media is handing us in sound bites. Once we analyze what he's actually saying, then we have to ask the question, well, does the president actually have the power to unilaterally do that, or are there people around him who are going to, to rein him in or put boundaries on what he can do? Are we talking about something that requires congressional action, something that can be struck down by a court? You know, what are we really talking about? And then, of course, the final uh, element of the analysis, as far as I'm concerned, is are we talking about a potential destruction of the innocent or an actual destruction of the innocent? I don't understand the distinction. I don't either. Well, hopefully it clarifies. And in what numbers? Right now, we have a raging Holocaust going on, and it's not maybe, and it's not potential, and it's not maybe we're going to kill these families or maybe we're going to drop an atomic bomb. It's like several atomic bombs have already uh, gone off. Oh, I see. 
There we go. Yeah, see, that's like a lemming following someone off a cliff. Right? Like once you get there, you're just full of regret. There you're you. like, ah, oh, that's so sad. That is not. That's so worth sad. It. It's it's essentially saying, here's the deal. Do we want to block Trump because he could potentially kill life or actually stop abortion, which would stop what they would consider the ending of life? That's what the trade-off is. Their moral conundrum is whether or not we should kill people that are alive and breathing and in another country right. or we should murder unborn babies. Because clearly they don't have a guy who's gonna do fucking both of right, those things. Right. They're just like they have a, they have a hard choice to make. <laughs> they really every do single election. They're, yeah. There's no you can't I, you I don't know how you could be a pacifist and be part of the Republican Party. I don't I, know how I, you. Could. I, I don't understand when you know it was hard interesting. to be a Democrat and be a pacifist. Either. It's hard to be a pacifist. Yeah, it's so far. I was actually I was actually kind of floored. You know, when he said, you know, all life is, is co-equivalent, you know, or whatever he said, you know. Yeah, because it's not. Like, you know, right. But 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 that's a, that's actually a um, – that's a, an admission a lot of times they won't make. No, no. They right? will never make it. A lot of times they're just like, well, babies. Ah! And, you know, that's like yeah. as far as they're going to go into their yeah. argument. You know, and they're just like, well, fucking on the one side, it's babies. And on the other side, it's, you know, brown people overseas. And they the- normally do put the innocent moniker on there. They'll be like innocent yeah. babies, innocent babies, right. innocent babies. As opposed to those non-innocent sure, babies. Yeah. Right. If, if, like if here's the thing, like if your mom just like a, a disease, right? If your mom has AIDS, you get AIDS. If you mom, while you're in the womb, robs a bank, you're not innocent. Then you're not innocent. Anymore. You're an accessory. <laughs> you can try when you come out. Why didn't you stop her? I was fucking I wasn't even. I, actually, I didn't brain yet. <laughs> I couldn't see out of this thing. I didn't. I had no. I, I tried to make a fucking makeshift periscope to yeah. get my to get eyes on, but I couldn't do it. I tried to wave somebody down, but, uh, <laughs> flagging yeah. it out. I look. I don't have the Uber app in this yeah. fucking thing. What do you want me to do? On our own soil, when it comes to the just the sheer numbers. Uh, so with abortion, we're talking about an actual daily killing of the uh-huh. innocent, as opposed to something that. You know, maybe if we're analyzing properly what he said, could be a potential killing of the innocent. So these are some of the, the elements of the analysis. But you're still shit out of luck. No matter what, it's fucking, it's a rock and a hard place right. for a lot of these people. That's why that guy called in and was like, I'm fucking, I don't know that I want to vote for this guy. Yeah. And, and, I, and I actually sympathize with that, right? And in the sense that it, it's got to suck to have nobody that you're just like, yeah, that's my guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I'm not super stoked yeah. about Hillary. But I'm not like I'm not upset either. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not like burr, burr, burr. like the big issue that's important to me makes me cry. Am I you know yeah. I'm not, I don't feel like that at all. These guys have their fucking. They've got this big issue and they're just like I don't, I don't know, man. I'm gonna lose no matter what. And the stakes for them is fucking really high because there are a lot of people out in the world right now that I think are anti death. Right? They're anti. They are real pro life people where they might be against. All abortion, but they might also be against all the death penalty, be all against. But the Republican Party really is very selective. And we talked about this many times, but they're very selective about who they're pro-life for. Right. They're pro-life for babies. Right. The rest of it, if you're an adult, we don't really care about you. If you're on death row, we certainly don't care about you. If you're somebody in another country that we're going to drop a bomb on, whoopsie doodle. Yeah, sorry I know, right? You. I'm real fucking, it's super sad, bro. Hold on if a second. If you're poor. Yeah, if you're poor, generally, we don't really care about yeah. you. They don't care about a lot of people. And I wonder how much that tweaks 
the Republican Party a little bit. Some of the people in the Republican Party that I really bet I bet it's really problematic for you know. I mean, I, I you could hear the yeah. real the real concern in sure. this guy's voice. Like I'm fucking, I don't know what to do. Like yeah. I have to spend all this time right judging the lesser of evils. Yeah, his primary goal is to take you to hell with him. If Satan can get you to kill for him, great. That's icing on the cake. This story is also from Right Wing Watch. Alveda King, Hillary Clinton wants to usher in the Antichrist. So this is uh, more Jim Baker show. I can't get enough of the Jim Baker show. Jim Baker show really is. I love the Jim programming Baker show. for sure. And uh, Alveda's got some fucking crazy shit to say about the Antichrist. Mrs. Hillary, Mrs. Hillary Clinton recently said, "I am paraphrasing, but look it up." She said basically, Christians and religious people in America need to set aside their religious beliefs, and serve secular humanism. All right, let's make sure, because, Tom, I'm just going to have you read this aloud. Not at all Because what she this said. is what she said. Go. So here's the excerpt. Yes, we've nearly closed the global gender gap in primary school, but secondary school remains out of reach for so many girls around the world. Yes, we've increased the number of countries prohibiting domestic violence, but still more than half the nations in the world have no such laws on the books, and an estimated one in three women still experience violence. Yes, we've cut the mortality rate in half, but far too many women are still denied critical access to reproductive health care and safe childbirth. All the laws we've passed don't count for much if they're not enforced. Rights have to exist in practice, not just on paper. Laws have to be backed up with resources and political will and deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases have to be changed. As I have said and as I believe, the advancement of the full participation of women and girls in every aspect of their societies is the great unfinished business of the 21st century, and not just for women, but for everyone, and not just in faraway countries, but right here in the United States. That could not be... Any more – I mean unless unless Right Wing Watch dropped the ball and found a different thing that has nothing to do with what she was saying. But seriously, that has nothing to it's do with it. It's not even remotely the – only, the, only, the only part of it is that she says deep-seated cultural codes and religious beliefs have to be changed. But it's nothing to do with abortion. Nothing to do I – guess, I guess she does refer back up earlier in the speech to uh, access to reproductive health care and safe childbirth. She's using she's using such clinical terms though. You could basically, you know, it could be it could yeah. be it could be the fucking pill. Yeah, you know what I mean. It could yeah. be. I mean, it could be just regular sure. old run of the mill, yep. not not Reg- abortion, yeah, but just, just any kind control. of birth control. Regular birth right. control. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just totally different than what she actually right. said. And in that point, she was saying abortion or the thing with we ISIS. We can't do that. And she really has said we're going to have to learn in America to set aside our religious beliefs. And so I was saying what she's really saying is usher in the Antichrist. <laughs> I, love that, I love that she she starts with the original text, and then she paraphrases it. So she, she, she takes it, then she changes it, and then she just paraphrases that to, look, it's basically the Antichrist. Yeah, pretty much. We've boiled this down. We've distilled this down to the Antichrist. To the Antichrist. Yeah. Wow. Basically, and she actually did say that, uh, her running mate uh, for the vice president, Tim, Tim is, it's a very deceptive thing, so I pray that people are really listening. He'll even say, oh, I personally am not for abortion, but I'm going to uphold the law of the land. He has literally nothing to do well, with what would he? That. What would he do about that as the vice president? It's like, not like he's fucking ripping babies out of wombs in the Oval Office. Well, look, uh, guys, nobody goes to the vice president and asks for his permission to have an abortion. Hey, man, is uh, is it all right if I have an abortion? What the fuck? What would he do about it? Punch Hillary? I know. You can't. It, like, they, they I've just, got her in a headlock, yeah. guys. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, quick, appoint someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I've distracted her. <laughs> 
God, what a crazy, I weird the, thing I to say. I put the Macy's catalog on the, on the table. I've distracted her. <laughs> oh. Knowing that if she appoints those Supreme Court justices, no. they will open yes. the borders. Uh, more uh, terrorists will come mm. across the borders. You know what we should do is buy slop buckets. Yeah. I bet, I bet if we bought slop buckets, mm. we'd be happy. There will be more disrespect to Israel. Yes. The issue of marriage and family will further degrade. Uh, more and more money will go to Planned Parenthood. That is the full agenda. All we have to do is just ignore what was actually said. Yeah. Have her say something else, then turn it into the Antichrist. And then you literally say anything else it after that. means nothing. Once right? I've paraphrased, I can now change it to literally anything. You know, I actually – I read that speech, and I think that what Hillary really said was the reptile people will be in control. All hail the reptile Yeah, Yeah, that, but that's just because she's a reptile person. That's true. And she was also banging a reptile person. <laughs> she was? Yeah. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! So this story is also from Right Wing Watch, and it's again Alveda King – uh, terrorists pray that we have abortions. Terror, Islamic terrorists pray that America will continue to abort, abort our babies. Well, that fucking real quick right there. What? what, what? Sometimes right wing watch will say something that's not real true. This yep. time, she pretty Super much said it. True. Like yep. six seconds in. Yeah. But, but hold on. Let's 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 think about that for a second. All right. So if a terrorist prays that we abort our babies, is that supposed to like influence me to have? abortion or is that or if a terrorist prays and then the abortion rate goes up maybe their god's the more powerful god <laughs> exactly right so either in order for this you to even matter ship. right in order for, right in order for this to matter one of two things has to happen either i have to find that message very persuasive and be like well that's a good point when the terrorist said it i hadn't thought about it mm. until that fucking dude with the fucking nail bomb on his chest <laughs> brought it up <laughs> Or their god just wins, in which case their god is the god god. Yeah, it's just a better god. Right. Maybe you'd like, oh, fucking, that dude's god beat up my god. I, all right. Or what I think she's saying is, is that she's very, that the terrorists are happy that we're aborting. No, I, and right. since we're doing a thing that makes the terrorists happy, then that's a bad thing in our eyes even though it has like what that does is say they're simplifying it down to well you're just getting rid of americans even though in my opinion i think they would be like fuck that i want to blow them up like if you're a terrorist be like the thing that i do the thing that i'm going to do is hurt americans in order to try to get my political will done if i'm happy with the abortion nothing is getting done right yeah i'm not it's a it's a population reduction yeah right that's all it is right and she's going to talk about it being a population yeah. reduction effort because she thinks terrorists are here and they're going to then equate all Muslims to terrorists in a few minutes. Yeah. So that we will diminish. Uh-huh. And as they come in, they're going to have 10, 15, 20 babies. That's right. Wow. Who has 20 babies? It's a lot of babies. Not even the Catholics can have 20 babies. Not even the Duggars had uh, 20 babies. 20 babies? 20 babies is a lot. Fucking, that is a robust woman. That is. And My that's, God. That's your almost your entire reproductive life. I just at some point, like, you couldn't fucking finish in that thing. I, I'm not sure. Am I in here? I fucking, I'm, I'm in here with both legs. <laughs> I, I'm up to my chest in this thing. You need a miner's light. <laughs> Jesus just Christ. wondering what the fuck's happening. Uh, Bill, like, wait, do I just come in my hand and throw it in there? What do I do? Because there's no way I'm going to be. I'm like throwing a hot dog down a hallway here. What's happening? babies. Yeah. If I tug on this rope twice, haul me out. 
Your fucking clit is like a fucking bell down here. I could use it as a punching bag. Jesus Christ. You got you got repelling gear. Twenty babies. You're sitting there. She's squirming a little. It would be nice though, because the clit would be easy to find though. You know what I mean? Like if it's that big. Buddy. <laughs> it's not bad. It's like, you know, there's nothing nice sure. about 20. You know, at the first fucking baker's dozen, if you're just like, ah, you got another seven in you. <laughs> no, but what they do is they, you know, they, they, they have about six or seven and then you go to your oldest daughter and you have about six or seven. Oh my then. God. Gee, get fucking hit play. And then you go to her oldest ah! daughter. <laughs> Grandpa's home. Oh my God. <laughs> so they want us to continue to decrease our population. Mm-hmm. So that they can increase, mm-hmm. and just by sheer numbers, mm-hmm. that's why. Because right, even in Atlanta, there's so many mosques. Mm-hmm. I drive around and I said, "Oh my goodness!" And There's they have big families, wealthy, and yeah, very they do. wealthy people building mosques, even yeah. in towns where they don't have any people to go to yeah. them. No, why would they do that? What the, the fucking? What would be the point of that? Uh, that'd, be, that'd be like you selling fucking buckets of food to atheists. <laughs> So they say, abort your babies. Oh, yeah. And they'll even act like it's okay. But they say, oh, no, we're not aborting ours. If black lives matter, then why is it that that black women are more than five times as likely as a white woman to have an abortion? She's using black lives matter not to name an organization, not to name a grassroots organization. She's saying if black lives matter it's like well fucking can we just work off the presupposition that they do do? yeah right like i'm not talking about the organization black lives matter but i think you can just cut the if out of that equation Start with black lives matter yes yeah we actually have been targeted planned parenthood hates it when this is explained but about uh, 60 to 70 percent of all planned parenthoods are in minority neighborhoods Abortion oh. is built and marketed. Abortion as clinics, in other abortion words? Abortion mills or clinics. Abortion, abortion mills. mills. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, like, how the fuck do you get your fetus flower? If you don't take it to the abortion mill. Abortion mills. That's a. <laughs> abortion mill there's a fucking <laughs> that fetus flatbread doesn't cook itself <laughs> i love fetus naan though that's, that's great when stuff. you abort those indian babies it's chewy it's, it's chewy. delicious it tastes like cardamom you put some butter fetus on there it's good stuff it's outrageous baby. i love it and you just take and sprinkle a little msg which is just tiny abortions it's just little that's all it is yeah, it's yeah. just a few cells at a time yeah. clinics yeah. are in pre- predominantly black communities and we have proven this because he, he just traveling around the country and they say oh here's the abortion mill and oh here's an abortion mill said nobody ever <laughs> oh and there's a fucking no. size just like ye olde abortion mill <laughs> general Mills says that all the time <laughs> would be on a near street named after martin luther king jr no, and I began to yes. see that beginning, and then there were various organizations. So we did the research, and Life Issues Institute really did uh, confirm that. And so then you get there, and they say, "Well, we really want to help you. We want abortion to be safe, legal, and rare. Mm-hmm. But if it's, mm-hmm. but if you get pregnant, mm-hmm. we're going to do this. We want you to be a credit to your race. They need to take that rare this out is of it. there, and it's not rare. And there it's, was a, it's not yeah. rare. The precourse to this before '73 was the Negro Project, mm-hmm. and the Negro Project was marketed primarily to the black community, giving free and low-cost vasectomies and tubal ligations. Mm-hmm. When abortion became legal." 
then it was offered on a disproportionate rate to the black community and sold as reproductive health care, reproductive freedom. This is your right. Everybody should have access to fucking birth control, though. People of means have always had access to vasectomies yeah. and tubal ligations because it's a money issue. Yeah. That's, that's what that's all about. This why, is not- is that, why is that a bad thing that you, you would offer someone a chance to fucking have birth control if they wanted it? I, I think, I think her, her supposition is that it's primarily being directed toward uh, African-Americans to re- as, as a population control measure. But so like white elites, the white power elites are trying to get black people to stop reproducing by I think I think that's I think that's what she's saying. But it's like it's fucking retarded. That's a it's it's a backward way of looking at what's really happening. here. Yeah. And also to say like, oh, well, the poor neighborhoods have more abortion clinics. Yeah. Well, the poor people can't afford to have kids. Well, they can't travel. They can't. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like. You don't There's all these to, reasons. There's a lot more right. reasons than just one reason. But yeah. yeah, it makes it makes perfect sense to put it in a place where, look, if I need to go get a thing and I hop in the car and I don't even care how far the thing is, I'm literally going with a buddy to Boston on Saturday so he can buy a car. I'm flying to a state, what, a thousand miles away to buy a fucking car and drive it back home. Why? I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. It just seemed like something to do with my weekend. But there are fucking hundreds and thousands of people who can't afford transportation right. to get groceries. Right. So when you're talking about the providing services to underserved communities and to communities where people don't have access to uh, casual access to transportation, it only makes sense to put the, those resources in the communities they're serving. Where they can get it. Because I'll just fucking go. Like, yeah. I'm a middle-class dude. It doesn't matter to yep. me. And, 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 and they do that with abortion all the time. They, they try to cut it away. That's how, you, that's how you do it, is you take it away from these affected communities, communities that can't, they don't have travel costs to get to mm-hmm. other places, and you can cut the abortion rate down pretty easily. Right. But black lives matter in the womb, I would think. I would think, And I yes. think the womb that... Brings forth the black life should matter. Yes. But they don't want that out there. Right. And see, that's the thing. So, because black life absolutely matter, what about the babies in that womb? That's right. Yeah. What about that mama? That's right. And so, all John 3 16, God's love matters. And it takes care of every person. And so, we have been tricked and fooled and bought into that lie that abortion is health care. Yeah. And it's helping our communities. And, you know, prior to 73, certainly in the black community, there were less strokes, heart attacks, and all that thing. After 73, with all that, the numbers mm-hmm. went up in every community, mm-hmm. but it's certainly true. in the black community. Mm-hmm. Because abortion is connected to strokes, heart attacks, mm-hmm. depression, drug addiction, mm-hmm. and on and on. So you see all of this. And uh, even in prison. There happen to be more African-American men in prison, but sometimes we did polls of the women in prison and the men in prison. And they both said, you, you did a poll, how many of you had abortions? And so one man looked at me one day, I was ministering in prison. Well, I was involved in killing my kid. Why can't I kill you? Oh. And I said, oh, my God, you're suffering, too. You're hurt. What the fucking what? <laughs> I didn't understand the last bit at all. What the? Is she saying that the guy got an abortion and then wound up in prison i think she's saying that he was involved in an abortion and then he was he aborted (laughs) so normally there would be an email section here but we recorded with two other people 
that evening, and we also wound up recording uh, a portion of next show. So we uh, we actually forgot about the email section. It was very late when we stopped recording, so uh, so we do not have an email section this time. However, I do have a couple of announcements I wanted to make uh, before we close out the show. The first is is that the ethical drinking that we had said last episode that we had planned to go to, we are still planning to go to. However, it is on the 19th of September, which is a Monday, not on the 18th. So if you're planning on coming out, we'd still like to see everybody. However, it will not be uh, it will not be on the Sunday. It will be on Monday, September 19th. Uh, you can still get your tickets. You can get your tickets on this episode. Show notes if you like. Uh, and you can come out, hang out, drink at Lagunitas with us, and just chill. We uh, also have a survey we are hoping that the audience will fill out. The survey is located at survey.libsyn.com forward slash dissonance pod. I'll put a link on this episode's show notes. The uh, survey is for advertising, uh, which we are kicking around the idea of doing. If you have a few moments, it'll seriously take there's no time whatsoever to fill out the survey. We had this survey up a while back and we decided not to run it because it was a binary only gender survey. And uh, we actually asked them, we talked to them recently and they switched it. So now there is another category. So it's male, female, and there is another category of other. Uh, they Clearly they can't go into every single different uh, different gender identity, but they, do, they did uh, wind up putting in another category. So if people don't identify with either male or female, they can put something else in there. Uh, we have now, uh, we are in the beta program for an RSS feed for Patreon. So uh, so there was an email that went out to patrons. Uh, if you were a patron, uh, all you need to do is put this RSS feed in your podcast app, whatever podcast app that is, and you will get all the things that we've ever posted audio-wise on Patreon. So it's a great way uh, to access the podcast and specifically get the newer episodes, uh, the episodes that we release early to patrons and the exclusive stuff specifically through the app that you always use. Um, I'm going to start probably going back into the back catalog and labeling things either early release or uh, or I'll be labeling them exclusive release so you can tell the difference in your podcast app what those are um, so that when you're looking at the back stuff for the pa- podcast app, you can actually find the things that you want to listen to. Uh, the early release stuff uh, should be pretty much, it will be exactly the same thing as the uh, as the release that you normally get in your podcast feed. However, the exclusive release stuff is stuff that we've only released on Patreon, like extras and uh, and full episodes that we've released only on Patreon. Finally, uh, we also recorded this evening uh, with uh, Thomas Smith and Andrew Torres of the Opening Arguments podcast. That podcast will be airing this week in the middle of the week. Uh, we're going to have a midweek show with them. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Really great guys. We had a lot of we had a re- lot of great things to talk about, and they're super smart. So if you want to check that uh, episode, I'll be coming out Thursday. Also, this last week uh, we were on god awful movies. Uh, Eli was on vacation. However, we were able to sit in. And uh, and have a conversation with Noah and Heath about God is not dead. Now that's the Kevin Sorbo movie. Uh, we watched it and it was it was a blast. We had a great time. It's like a two and a half hour episode of God awful movie. So check that out this week if you if you want to hear us uh, talk about the God is not dead movie and Kevin Sorbo. So check it out if you get a chance. That's gonna wrap it up for this week. Uh, we are gonna leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. 
Couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose Your Signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 